0: My friends, and welcome to episode 41 of Little Cabinets. Today is day 26 of our self-care challenge, our daily self-care challenge, and the topic is sit silently under a tree. I want to thank you for joining me today. Today's episode almost didn't happen. I'm recording it very late at night the day before, and uh, we've had some. Difficult times in my family this week and last week, but some emergencies have come up, and I've been very blessed to be able to um, take some time from work and from my daily uh, duties to be there for my family in need. And yet, I knew how important this podcast and this episode, or all of the episodes for the Daily Self Care Challenge, were and are, at least to me and I hope they are as important to you as well and that you take in these words and these ideas for self-care and integrate the ones that speak to your heart into your daily life, into your weekly routine, into your thoughtful way of refilling your cup of energy of self-care. So without further ado, Let's go ahead and talk about sitting silently under a tree. Well, happy Saturday, my dear friends, or whatever day it is that you listened to this episode. We're on the home stretch of our daily self-care challenge. Today's 26 out of day th- day, 30 days, so I'm really excited to be nearing the end for now i'm thinking i might do this again in the future but today i'd like to invite you to take a little stroll find a tree and just sit yes this may sound a tiny bit familiar because i'm sort of referencing our picnic uh, self-care episode our walking barefoot in the grass episode or even our latest taking a break and go for a walk episode. Do you notice that there's a theme? That's because most self-care ideas or strategies, they can be related or even combined. The theme here is that there are multiple ways to create a self-care moment in almost any atmosphere or situation you may be in. Today, I'm gonna quote from Dr. Les Van Becken on why she recommends a grounding tree ex- exercise. Grounding tree is a beautiful way to recenter and connect. This allows us to step back into our life recharged, focused, and grounded. So here's how we do a very simple grounding exercise while sitting Or imagining even that we're sitting underneath a tree. It's a very peaceful exercise. As we begin this grounding exercise, I invite you to begin with deep breathing, breathing deeply in through your nose and out through your mouth, imagining your lungs and your belly filling up with that air and as you release that air feeling lighter than you were when you began now you may be imagining that you're sitting or standing in a calm place like under a tree or you can actually take yourself to a calm place again for instance under a tree as you breathe Imagine a strong, beautiful, steady tree. Imagine stepping into this tree, where your arms become the branches, your body is the trunk of the tree, and your legs and feet become the root system of the tree. Picture yourself in this tree and feel the strength and support of the trunk and the roots that are now your trunk, your roots. Gently shift. Continue to breathe, feeling your body, be steady and at ease. When you are ready, picture yourself stepping out of the tree, feeling calm. The following meditation is an alternative to the first grounding meditation that I offered you a moment ago. With this meditation, I invite you to simply go and sit beneath a tree of your choice. Place one hand. On the tree, your other hand on the ground next to you. Feel the difference of textures between the bark and the ground. Gently focus your attention on. to, to simply sit in this position, no demands, no expectations, other than to simply breathe and notice. Notice the sounds around you, the rustling of the branches or the leaves, the sounds of birds, chipmunks. little children playing in the distance. Notice the feeling of the earth as you run your fingers through it. Smell the earth, the tree, all that is, that surrounds you and is around you. You do not have to name Here's a little extra for you. I thank you for going with me on one, honestly, one of my most powerful meditations that I've ever done. Uh, for me, the grounding exercise of the tree is probably the one that fills my soul the most. I probably say that a lot about my meditations that I share with you, um, but this one is near and dear to my heart, and I've been doing it since I was a teenager. So at the beginning of today's episode, I mentioned that you could create a self-care moment in almost any situation, and when I said that, that statement made me realize that I haven't officially given you any self-care ideas to do while you're doing other things, per se, while you're at work, as many of us still work today. So allow me to rectify that, with a quick list of ideas. I say quick, but then I got going on my list and I got, I got excited and things just kept on flowing and I just kept on coming up with ideas. What I've done is I've made two lists, one to do individually and the other can be done in a group setting. So I'm gonna first list my individual suggestions to do on your own. And then I'll transition into things that you might be able to integrate into a group setting, whether you be in public or you intentionally gather a group of trusted people around you. So on the individual list, we have meditation, what we just did today, or simply just five minutes of deep breathing. You can do this at your desk, while you're walking, while you're grocery shopping, while you're driving. Um, I especially like to do this while I'm driving because I find driving very stressful and I always notice that my eyes become bigger and I my focus becomes sharper when I do my deep breathing at that time. The next is just taking a walk. Take a stroll whenever you have a break. It doesn't have to be a long one. If you remember from that episode, I just said a three minute walk or maybe just intentionally getting up from what you are doing and walking around your house. That could be just enough to help you recharge for the next task that you have. My next idea is self-compassion. And I want you to reference episode 25 for, or, sorry, day 25 for more about self-compassion. Another idea is to attend therapy. Make yourself a priority. And honestly, everything that I've shared this month has been about making yourself a priority. You're not selfish for doing this. If you do not pay attention to your own needs, it is impossible to then share yourself with others without, at some point, breaking. And that breaking can look Different for everyone. It can be, it can arise with this feeling of resentment, with this feeling of exhaustion, of anger, of disappointment, of feeling like you just can't do anymore, so you have to walk away, of feeling as if there's nothing coming back to you. These are just a few of the ways that that breaking point can be present in your life. If we don't make ourselves a priority. So when I say attend therapy, I mean that, hopefully, in a preventative um, recommendation, as in you're not in the midst of this breaking, or you're not in the midst of a very stressful thing. But if you are, that is even more essential that you seek out individual therapy. There are multiple formats for you to find a therapist. In today's age and to a great extent it's because of our um, isolation of this last year because of the covid pandemic that these modalities or these ways of gaining access to therapy has actually developed and become popular and reachable so i just want to invite you to do that i'm not going to get into any more detail about that maybe i'll actually talk about access to therapy and the different modes of therapy styles in the future. My next recommendation is to spend time alone. We're always surrounded by others. Um, And when I say spend time alone, I don't mean to isolate yourself. I mean to intentionally choose a loving moment to be with yourself with intention. My next recommendation is to learn a new skill. We've talked about this one, so I won't go into detail. Another one is a self-care vision board or a wheel. You can easily find these if you just Google search self-care vision board or self-care wheel. Uh, Just a little detail on that. You can create a little poster to have at your desk, on your mirror, on your dresser. And it just reminds you of your favorite self-care activities. Another one is you can request a stand-up desk if you work at a company that has that that in which you are mainly sedentary, you can request a stand-up desk so that you can actually have a little bit more energy throughout your day. Next one, take exercise breaks. Another one, just take breaks in general. one of my personal favorites is my next one journaling I've actually done an entire episode all about journaling so I you can go back and look at that my next recommendation is to simply drink water water revitalizes you next one is bring a small plant or something for uh, that brightens your desk space up if again you work at a desk or in the kitchen or on your kitchen table intentionally choose something that when you see it it makes you smile next recommendation is to reduce your caffeine intake because the more dependent we are on caffeine the harder we come down from that right another one is to set a new challenge every week or month so challenge yourself to grow to learn to experience things next is to have a daily ritual that you actually look forward to whether it be like my fiance he has a daily ritual of making himself a full breakfast of eggs toast sausage or bacon oftentimes with pancakes And when he does that, he oftentimes makes me a small little piece of that as well. I don't eat very much in the morning. My stomach is usually upset. Um, And he brings that into me at my office here at home. And he sets that down. And he doesn't demand that I partake. He just offers that to me as a love offering. And every single time he does it, I just... I am so awed by his love, but that's his daily ritual. One of many, I might add. And I know by his uh, doing, actually doing this activity, it recharges him and prepares him more fully and intentionally. Notice I keep using that word intentionally for the day. The next one is to give yourself an activity away from your computer every once in a while, whether you work on computers or you just have them in your daily life. And I'm talking about smartphones and tablets and all of our smart devices, taking a break, walking away what every once in a while, as in like a couple times a day I'm talking about is very health healthy, and recharges your battery because it's exhausting to our brain and our eyes to be constantly looking at these screens the next is to bring a healthy snack wherever you are going so you don't have those um, hangry moments or moments where you just give in to the ease that is a fast food drive-through right the next is to work on posture And this I say tongue-in-cheek because I'm completely slumped over my desk at this very moment. And that's mainly because I need to keep my uh, face close to the mic. But, you know, working on posture, it works on all of those deep core muscles within you, many of which we don't even recognize we are actually engaging. And by doing that, we become stronger when we have better posture It exudes confidence to others. And they look to us for guidance, believe it or not, just by how you carry yourself. Next one, do some power poses. So talking about posture, do some power poses once in a while. And remember from yesterday, talking about those affirmations, you can choose some power affirmations to use with yourself Uh, as you do the power poses. So some of those might be um, hands on hips and squaring off your shoulders with a little bit of a tilt in it. Uh, Another one might be looking straight and directly and openly into another's eyes. Another one is legs slightly apart, one foot in front of the other just slightly, and that gives you another power pose. There are so many power poses though. I mean, we could go to the um to the silly side if you want. All those power poses that the men and women uh that do bodybuilding do when they're on this on the stage for those competitions, those are power poses too. Why do you think they do them? They're showing off their muscles. They're showing their strength. It shows off their power. So give that one a try. Speaking of using affirmations, So use affirmations uh, like we talked about yesterday. And the last one is, again, know when you need to take a break from anything you are doing and take one. Next, let's talk about what you can do in a group setting. Remember I started off with the individual suggestions with meditation? Well, this can be done both in... um, a motivating and inspiring way however it can be done also in a mindful way so we want to not push this idea on other people but invite them in just as i've invited you to try these other ones but i haven't demanded it out of you the next one is having a mindful conversation with another person this involves listening with your full attention expressing yourself honestly choosing your words thoughtfully and carefully and suspending judgment my next idea is to take a walk with others invite others to join you for a walk another idea book club join a book club start a book club invite people to join you in a book club however you like the next one is group fitness Rem- um and remember like how it might have felt in your uh, gym classes at school. Sometimes it felt really bad, like you felt judged, and other times you felt really good and empowered. We're seeking for that good and empowered one. So when you invite others to join you in a group exercise, look for people of like-mindedness that refrain from judgment and, and promote encouragement in each other. Next is to carve out time to talk with your colleagues with your teammates with your neighbors with your family members next is positive communication with your coworkers. that's a whole other subject I feel like I could get into that one but if you notice um, a lot of my group ideas for self-care ha- have talked about communication right and listening next one is to celebrate another's win you know, when they do something well, express it. Notice their strengths, encourage them. We all need that. You crave it, I crave it. So instead of wishful thinking that others would notice, you start noticing another win- another person's wins. And when you start noticing it, they start noticing yours. And then the cycle and the circle of noticing strengths widens, broadens, and it just livens up whatever community you may be in Uh, another one is if you do a lot of meetings well schedule some walking meetings whether that be in person or if you're on zoom just let your co-workers or colleagues know that you're going to be walking or invite them to take this conversation on a walk with you another one is to order a team lunch right another one is start a group or a one-on-one feedback sessions where you, again, when we talked earlier about celebrating another's wins here, you can intentionally start a group that talk about feedback. Hopefully it's mostly positive, but when you start with that positive feedback and gently lead into growth areas, it is much more widely accepted. I call these our glow and grow moments. Next is to facilitate mental health awareness discussions. Focus on energy and burnout prevention. Don't discuss personal struggles with others if that's not um, the appropriate level of conversation you're, you're having with somebody. If it's with somebody that's a dear friend or a family member, it probably is appropriate to talk about personal struggles. If it's with a coworker or a neighbor, maybe not. So these are best kept though, Overall, for an actual therapy session. And so, but you can still talk about mental health awareness in a positive way. Focus again on energy and burnout prevention. Next is to plan a game or a field day with those that you enjoy being around next create educational workshops around life responsibilities okay okay (laughs) this one is probably more of a note to myself Like, I have a goal of introducing this concept of just um, balancing daily life and providing coaching workshops for people around this idea and so maybe maybe that's actually more for Emily than for you And lastly, set a new challenge every week or every month as a family, as a group of friends, as a coworker team, however that looks to you. So that, my friend, is my list so far. There was so much more I could have listed though, and, but I want you to be creative, my friends, and integrate your favorite self-care activities into your everyday life, and above all, Enjoy this process. And remember to, you know, as I say, love what you knit and knit what you love. Until tomorrow, ta-ta for now.